0: Welcome to the podcast Found in Estonia, where we talk with foreigners who have made Estonia their home. In each episode, it's going to be me, Tina, and Gaisa, my co-host, and we are going to talk with one foreigner who already lives in Estonia. This podcast aims to bring our listeners together, inspire more open-mindedness, and just to share interesting stories and observations that many foreigners with their fresh eyes can offer. Among the podcasts we also plan to organize events and get togethers in real life. And the best way to never miss any information about that is to go to our website, which is foundinestonia.ee and become part of our community. Today, we're chatting with Tati from Brazil. Six years ago, when her boyfriend announced that he is going to move to Estonia, well, she was reading from Google that Estonia is the best place in the world to live surrounded by beautiful women. And well, after reading that, Tati decided that she is going to move to Estonia as well. And now she says Estonia is truly a sweet spot for her and she really likes it here. Something that finally started making more sense here was, for example, Santa wearing a winter coat and winter boots. And something that Tati was quite shocked about in Estonia during summertime is seeing people sunbathing in the middle of the street. This and so much more will unfold from the conversation itself. So, enjoy! Mm-hmm. Can you uh, start by saying what's your name how did you end up in estonia and how long have you lived here before
1: so my name is tatiana uh, but everybody just call me tati if you actually speak portuguese is going to be Tachi. uh i have been living in estonia for the last six years and i came after a man Oh. to estonia <laughs> La. 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 actually an estonian guy or no he's a brazilian oh, oh yeah that is, makes more sense like okay. the the poor the poor thing was just trying to run away from me and he said yeah moving to estonia like this magical place and i say no way you're going to get rid of it me so i just keep chasing him all the way from brazil to estonia wow and yeah but the the good news is that today he is my husband yeah. and the yeah. father of my daughter <laughs> oh, congratulations
2: so the taste was worth it <laughs>
1: yes yes
2: even the estonian winters were worth it yes
1: yes everything was worth it and last uh week actually we celebrate our 10th anniversary
2: Wow, so yeah, what a love story like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I have to chase to the, the other in the world?
0: You have to find Estonians, and maybe if they move to Brazil, then you have to chase yes, <laughs> I yes, another
2: Brazilian no guy. <laughs> because I have a feeling the Estonian ones might not like
0: it. But <laughs> <laughs> what brought your husband to or then boyfriend to Estonia?
1: I think like the great majority of people come to Estonia because they work in. IT. Mm-hmm. So he's a developer. Mm-hmm. And actually, he left Brazil uh, and he moved away to Turkey. He oh. finished his uh, university. He never traveled abroad. And he said, Okay, Tati, I thought that maybe I could go into an internship. Mm-hmm. And I found an opportunity through Isaac. Mm-hmm. The students, a lot of students come to Estonia through Isaac. Uh, and I found this, uh, opportunity in Turkey and I say, okay, bon voyage and we see someday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he came to, well, actually he went to Turkey, spent six months in this, uh, country city that was like very Muslim. So they have, uh, the, um, uh, oh my God is not the church, but I forgot the name Ocean. of the. Mm.
0: Like the religious place? Yes, yes. <laughs> but the for religion. the Muslims
1: that oh, I forgot Moshe? the Moshe? I probably. I in, I, I'm, I'm go, just going to believe okay. you. Uh-huh. So they have like the um, all the, the schedule, singing time or praising time. I don't know. I'm sorry for the Muslims You're people 20, out there. Yeah, I don't know the exactly names. But it was like a very traditional city, countryside. He didn't like that much because they didn't have like any internationals. People saw that he spoke in English and he, people just stared at him, like, oh. didn't know how to reply. And I think after six months, he said, okay, I'm moving from Turkey and then I'm going to Estonia. <laughs> uh, you're going where? <laughs> Let me Google this very quickly for me to understand what you're talking about. And actually in Brazil, we study, uh, like, the word history. And going back, like, to my high school, like, I remember once the Soviet Union collapsed, mm-hmm. the Baltic countries were the first one. But this is, like, buried under, like, so many layers. That, mm-hmm. uh, But anyways, uh, checking, okay, so you're going to Estonia, and then I was just pretty much doing, like, a crash course on Estonia. Mm-hmm. and I learned work
2: out. what did you find out yeah.
1: man I gotta say like kudos to you because <laughs> I didn't see th- that coming okay. like I have no idea that like the rich the historical uh, you guys like the whole country went through so many different things so many different nations come in and out and then there's like the Estonian paradigma you have like such a Centenario story, but nonetheless, the country itself is like a teenager, like a <laughs> youngster. So this is like in the technology, how you guys emerged from the Soviet Union uh, leading in technology in so many different aspects. So, My yeah,
2: goosebumps right
1: but, but really like kudos, I was just super amazed to find out so many amazing things that you guys achieve in such a short uh, period of time. And I say, okay, Fabio, thinks a pretty interesting place to go. So yeah, I see you whenever I see you again. <laughs> and then one friend uh, that knew Estonia, he said, Tati, you should just type it out in Portuguese, uh, nightlife in Estonia, for you to just have a look <laughs> and i have no idea what is coming but i remember clearly that the second result in google (laughs) was like this in portuguese if you Mm -hmm. do the research in portuguese it was like the best place in the world to live surrounded by beautiful women (laughs) i swear to you this was the (laughs) result
2: (laughs) okay so that was the reason why you actually right to
1: rescue your man (laughs) and i say fabio like, okay, are you sure you're going to Estonia for work reasons?
2: <laughs> you probably didn't know that Estonia has the most amount of models uh, per capita.
1: Another crazy <laughs> fact from you guys. True. Yeah, 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 it is amazing. But, well, indeed, Estonian <laughs> ladies are very beautiful and tall and pretty much the great majority look like supermodels. <laughs> yeah. So
0: do you feel special here or do you feel... Uh, is it a good thing that you stand out here or do you feel you stand out or not really?
1: Um I got to say I don't think so because since I moved here from now I think I only live in Tallinn. Mm. And it's such an international city. I've seen like from this last 6 years so many different people coming from so many different places. So Yeah, I think I'm just become another one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, that can never happen. But you do look like uh, you could easily be mistaken for, let's say, somebody with a Slavic background, for instance. Yeah, you don't look like what I would know as Brazilian. But you do look like somebody that maybe would come from uh, any of the old Soviet Union countries.
1: Yeah, yeah. my my 10 is not up to date. (laughs)
2: That's that's fine. But I mean, like in general, you don't look like you're totally foreign, like not like you're Asian or not like you're, let's say, from India. Mm -hmm. There are certain traits that like spot out on certain countries straight up, you know, or certain cultures. But from what I see right now, Uh In that sense, yeah, it would easily blend in (laughs) in terms of that, but you're definitely (laughs) not Estonian.
1: Yeah, 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 sure, sure. that's
2: at least what you got.
1: (laughs) But the Brazilians, I think it's pretty cool. And we say this a lot, like anybody could be a Brazilian because we have so many people that went to Brazil as immigrants. And well, you have me as Brazilian, you have Gisele Binchin, Brazilian, and then you have Neymar, Brazilian and we actually don't look alike. Yeah. And there's actually I think the biggest Japanese uh colony outside of Japan is actually in my state, really? Sao Paulo state. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's surprising. There's a lot of Japanese, <laughs> a lot of uh Korean, uh Bolivians and other uh people from South American countries. They also come go to Brazil, especially nowadays pretty much the whole region is suffering economically. So they still believe that Brazil has like the better situation to give them some hope or job or anything but like I think it does is so pretty from Brazil that we actually we don't look alike Mm -hmm. but when we are traveling internationally we can kind of feel I think by the way people behave Mm -hmm. okay that's Brazilian (laughs) especially if it's a man and he's wearing like a soccer t-shirt it's like 95 percent It's a Brazilian dude. Uh, Have
2: you been to UK?
1: (laughs) But then they actually don't look Brazilians. That's also
2: true. Yeah, they look like they're not seen as sunshine. (laughs)
0: Let's put it that way. So besides the t-shirt look, how do the typical Brazilians behave then?
1: Uh, I don't know. Definitely we are louder. Uh, We, I think louder... Uh, I don't know. I keep Not thinking, I, think, I keep <laughs> thinking, what else? But I don't know. There's some way we behave that we can spot Brazilians. Beside the loudness, I don't know any other... Treat, I could tell it to spot to easily spot a Brazilian.
2: Well, by default, okay, yeah, maybe not Brazilian, but in general, like all people with Latin background, they tend to be that's my personal opinion. Maybe I've just met nice people, but they tend to be super nice and hospitable. And like I was saying before as well, like uh, I think they have a knack for adopting like strangers. <laughs> it's like when. A group of friends is going out, it doesn't matter in which city, usually Brazilians find other Brazilians, then they form a group, they go out, and then they adopt more people from that country into their group, and they bring you home, and then all of a sudden you're at a house party. You don't know Staying else. over, staying over, and leaving in the morning, and you're like, okay, how did that happen? And in the morning, you'll see at least five new like friend requests on Facebook. <laughs> that's how you. That's my experience with Brazilians. Like they're super friendly. They always want to become friends in Facebook for some reason. Then they all have also like 5,000 people as friends. And you're like, okay, maybe I'm not that
1: special. (laughs) (laughs) Just another Estonian girl that I met. But, you
2: know, in general, I think most of the Brazilians I met, they tend to be super
1: nice. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a very, very embracing and warm culture. And, yeah, we do like foreigners Mm -hmm. a lot. And And why is that? I don't know. I think people just have curiosity. I think the great majority of uh, Brazilian population, they didn't have uh, resources to go outside Mm -hmm. to travel abroad. So when foreigners come to Brazil, they are really curious in a nice way. Mm. Sometimes maybe a little, maybe too much. but they are very welcoming they're very curious to understand how other people live like what is snow does it taste something <laughs> or they just have like a regular curiosity but they just very embracing and just try to understand mm-hmm. how other people speak and think and behave That's cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know one Brazilian uh, person as well who I met in uh, Switzerland and she was super friendly as well and that's I think that's been like almost the only encounter but she was like super friendly and she had the name thing as well like she had a really long name but she co- had a sh- yeah. called herself by a really short name and like the nickname thing so what is the de- what is the deal with the Brazilian names? <laughs> Why do
2: you have so many names?
0: I, Why do you have I long
1: don't names? know I don't know I think this is also comes from Portugal. They have like these very long names, mm-hmm. and actually my name is very short for Brazilian standards. <laughs> I only have three names, so my full <laughs> name is Tatiana Beck Guimarães.
2: Okay, but Tatiana is not very Brazilian name either
1: no man and i and i Ow. still like people still talk russian with me every time hello what's exactly. your name tatiana that's what i would say but then i have the reply ready like Niega oh. but then no. if i say this in russian they assume that i can speak but i just said that i don't speak russian but the name yeah the name has been like a cause of a joke mm-hmm. <laughs> since I moved here, because everybody just assumed that I'm Russian.
2: Yeah. Exactly, because in
0: Estonia, Tatiana would be a perfectly normal yeah. name. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But if that's a short name, what are the long ones? How many names do be uh,
1: have? Them? I don't know, maybe <laughs> five, six names, Jesus. because you just keep adding. So mm-hmm. I have my mother's name, and I have my father's name, and some people just like the grandma's names as well. So they just keep adding names on and on and on. Good. And yeah. Then Those are it.
2: the nightmares of every designer that has to ever design a neck tag. Usually Brazilian people have their five <laughs> names. And then I think <laughs> the next up is the Indian ones. Because <laughs> like, Indians <English> usually <laughs> have also like this very long name. The long, long names. <laughs> Something, something. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I hope I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
2: yeah, the Brazilian ones also. It's like you have to uh, bring out all the special characters from your like glyphs <laughs> folder, you know? It's, it's nice.
1: Oh, But you guys have the... the, the oh, okay. And we we have the are, dots. But
2: still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah that's
1: common on my keyboard but yeah true story true story yeah yeah
2: so where are you from in brazil
1: i'm from sao paulo okay
2: where is sao paulo and
1: what's it like so sao paulo is the biggest city in south america i think is one of the 10 biggest cities in the world
0: I can people? picture, like, the famous picture of, like, a statue. And oh, yeah, the flying panorama.
1: Uh, oh, but this is... Uh, oh. Yeah, this is Rio <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. de Janeiro. Sorry. So not my city, girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just have, like, a lot of skyscrapers in Sao Paulo. So it is... Yeah, Sao Paulo, I think, today, I think okay. is above, like, 20 million people. Well,
2: okay, yeah. let's not even try to compare
1: that to Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when I moved here, people were so like, like, curious mm-hmm. to see, okay, so Tati, so you're living in our capital. What do you think about Tallinn? It's so cozy. Uh, it's a village, <laughs> I'm not going to say you, it you say say it's a
0: city or you, <laughs> you say something else to it? Oh, you mean for, for
1: Tallinn? For Tallinn,
0: yeah.
1: No, 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 it's a city. And, and now I'm just like looking back. I, I still love my city. São Paulo is a crazy city because there's so many people in just one place. Um, but I don't see, I don't see myself leaving any other like huge city like mm-hmm. Sao Paulo anymore. So Tallinn size, just perfect. Yes. <laughs> just perfect.
2: Is it Estonia that changed that opinion? Or? Um, or are you just naturally introverted and you just realized it when you were here? Uh,
1: I don't know. Like I actually, Estonia is the first country that I actually lived, mm-hmm. uh, outside of Brazil. But I have, like, my fair share of traveling. Mm -hmm. So I have been traveling, like, a lot. And I think this is, like, with many different experiences in different cities, different continents, cultures, that, yeah, this is a very sweet spot to be in.
0: Sweet spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: How come? What do you you like most about it? Uh, (laughs) What makes it sweet?
1: (laughs) I think we still have, um, like, Today, Tallinn is like around Mm 400-ish. Like a city this size in Brazil doesn't have nothing because it's very small for our standards. (laughs) But here we have like lots of movie theaters, malls, uh, cultural events, uh, so many meetups and internationals. But even São Paulo, that is such a huge city, Mm -hmm. like even the internationals, they start like to, they just go together in this exactly same places. So you don't actually don't meet Uh enough of internationals and telling I think because of the size and so many different things happening at the same time you cross paths with so many different people from around the world different languages cultures backgrounds professions and for me it's just like bustling with life and and different backgrounds and experiences this is what I like the most Uh and we still have like the whole infrastructure what between quotes a big city in Brazil would have mm. all the amenities and the the nature, the light, nightlife. Uh, but it still have like for me, it's still cozy enough. You mm. can just cross the city. I don't know in thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a good day. <laughs> what a good day. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know without traffic. But mm-hmm. it is for me. It's I don't know. It's the sweet spot. Yeah, I really like it. Yes. I'm very happy here
2: how is it to come from brazil to estonia not to speak estonian and kind of merge into this culture do you have any estonian friends
1: i have a few estonian friends Did
2: you make your first estonian friends i'm curious (laughs) (laughs) what was the trick (laughs)
1: um so yeah i think the majority of my friends are internationals and the estonian friends i can count in just one hand
2: well, that's good if they're good friends
1: yeah. they're good friends they're good friends and i think like the my best friend actually my best estonian friend <laughs> man i i sound like a fourth grade but anyways uh, my best estonian friend she's actually the pastor from my church oh okay and uh so we met because of the church so when i moved here um estonia really broke so many uh certains that I have in my life before moving. And I'm happy that they were breaking. Uh, But it was was very interesting because when I moved here, I only met Fabio, that was my boyfriend at the time. I spent six months unemployed because I have just finished my MBA in Brazil. And I was just looking to do something with business marketing. And I was just looking for something that I really was passionate about doing it. And I didn't know anybody. And Fabio told me about this girl that she, he met, that they're going to start like a new church in Tallinn. And I was still in Brazil. It was before even I moved here. Oh, okay. And I say, okay, Fabio, like we don't go to church. <laughs> Brazil, Brazilians are very religious. Mm-hmm. So usually you're just born a Catholic
2: Okay, so you never question what what is your religion, is there even a
1: choice? (laughs) So today I think it was pretty much like evangelicals and Catholics, the majority in Brazil, but like people don't actually go Mm -hmm. to the church, but they just say, like, I believe in God or this superpower force, Mm -hmm. nature, whatever you want to call it, I believe in it and that's it, Mm -hmm. that's life. Sometimes I pray, sometimes I do something, but we don't go to church. And I still have a lot of uh, religious background. I was raised into a, I went to a boarding school, Ooh. a religious boarding school. I was not a naughty girl. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> but
2: it no, wasn't all
1: girls school. No, but it was mixed.
2: Ah, okay. You actually got an upgrade then. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard horror stories about like boys and girls schools.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we, ha- we have to be kept separate. Yeah in the dorms but i don't know i think because of hollywood mm-hmm. if you say boarding school <laughs> yeah. people just say like oh you have been naughty your mom just going to get rid of you so into this religious boarding school which that, was awesome
0: is that common to go to a boarding
1: school? no no okay. no 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 uh, you got lucky. yeah i think i was just got lucky and until today i still i'm still friends with my friends from high school uh-huh. from primary school which is awesome because we we spend like the whole time together mm-hmm. it was an awesome experience but nonetheless even with all this religious background from school and high school i still have like some this period in my life that we didn't go to church and fabio just said okay i met a girl from church and they're going to launch this new place in Tallinn." and i say but fabio first who is she <laughs> yes. Can I have her address? <laughs> I sent her some... Uh, a nice mail. It sounds like some beginning
2: of some Latin American TV show. Like, Hola, mira, it like a shady business meeting
1: somebody at, that wants to sell the church in Estonia. Like, is this a fairy tale or is this a real story? Yeah. But anyway, so he met this girl Uh and we went to this church, they just launched, they have like some North American missionaries in town to launch this church. And we went there, we went pretty much just still there today, six years after, and we just found this community. And for me that I didn't speak Estonian,
2: I still don't speak Estonian. Well, you do some, you do some, you know, um, I know not okay,
1: as everybody just says this.
2: Well, I know natuke okay, is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Already <laughs> you, you already get like plus points for that if you know how to say hello goodbye <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not I no i, I can okay.
1: present myself the numbers okay, it's basics it's uh, already yeah. a sign of respect i would
2: say in
1: Australian. oh but i still i'm um, I, I do love estonian mm-hmm. i really i'm really happy here and i feel that i I'm, I'm lacking respect because i still don't speak mm-hmm. Estonian I
2: wish of yours do you still want to learn Estonian
1: yes 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 but what do
2: you think is uh, stopping you from doing
1: it <laughs> as I said before like Estonia broke so many things mm-hmm. like certain certainties of life that I had before I came here mm-hmm. that I was pretty much changing every time and okay so next I'm going to study Estonia, Estonian next I'm going to study Estonian because I have mm-hmm. I just want to like catch up with so many things that I was learning that I was uh, becoming this new professional this new person mm-hmm. that the language just became like my second interest uh-huh. every time since today so and i feel i feel guilty i don't like i'm not proud of it but i need i need to speak Estonian you can
2: still yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even uh, the fact that you yourself, like, inside think that, hey, I'm in Estonia and I should learn Estonian or I need to learn Estonian is a step further from indifference and, like, I don't give a crap, everybody speaks English anyway, why bother? Like, I think that that already is, like, a good sign, so yeah. don't worry, Estonia has so. already <laughs> forgiven you, like, oh. you have so much time to uh, catch up.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and especially now with my little girl
2: exactly
1: like i'm really afraid that she's going to have like this secret language <laughs> that i'm not going to understand so, so this, this is, is the, the ultimate
2: <laughs> extra motivation <laughs> yes this is the
1: ultimate one so i need like i must mm-hmm. do this Are you
2: planning now on, uh, putting her in a an estonian kindergarten
1: yeah 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 estonian all the way baby yeah. mm-hmm. yes
2: well, I guess that's a good thing as well, in that sense, that once she starts speaking Estonian, you are bound to learn a few new Estonian words too. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, like, just baby words, like, our babysitter, she was, like, teaching, so I know Saba, <laughs> like, <laughs> Anaba. <laughs> yeah.
2: see, actually, that's how you learn, you know? Yeah, like, yes, you baby language. Exactly, and that's the basics, like. As grown-ups, we tend to forget the fact that that's exactly how we learned in the very beginning. We just get like, oh my God, I don't know any more words than, you know, one or two, but your vocabulary starts building on top of these little yeah. nuggets, okay. you know?
1: Yeah. yeah, true story, true story. So it's it's going to come, yeah, forgive me, Stonia. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are you still involved with the church?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually serving this Sunday. So we have uh, volunteers that help, like, just to bring okay. this uh, gathering
0: so I have a question about the church. Like did Shoot. you did you Google that part as well before coming here about Estonia and religion?
1: No, <laughs> no, I didn't know, but people told me this after we we're here. Mm-hmm. And then I actually felt this when we say, Yeah, just like Sunday I'm just going to church. And people are just like, church?
0: Mm-hmm. Not at all, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, yeah, like
1: what? <laughs> Is this a thing? <laughs> but and and I loved it because um I, I like the fact only I think like the, the great minority just have like this uh, prejudice mm-hmm. against, uh, I don't know, I'm not a religious person. Mm-hmm. I just have this belief. Mm-hmm. I'm still open-minded. I still believe in scientific thinking and proving and everything else, but I have this belief in something. And I, I just love it because people just really are open to like, okay, what is church? What do you do in <laughs> church? And I think it was a very nice like icebreaker and people just want to know more. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. So I don't felt like um, anything bad coming from people usually, just more curiosity and want to know more like, what are you doing there? Like, why do you have sense. this belief? It's like,
2: um like... Uh, Focus Church, right? Mm -hmm. The church we are talking about. So Focus Church essentially has also like uh, people, foreigners going in there. And it's a little bit different than your usual Estonian church would be. That much I can say from what I remember back in the day when I I had to go on a Sunday Uh church um, ceremony. So if it was like uh, two hours of snooze fest, uh, especially for an eight-year-old, you're going to be like, oh, when is this (laughs) over? Then I remember when my first contact with Focus Church was, It it felt already different in terms of the people that were there and exactly this open-mindedness, which was one of the things where you didn't feel like uh, straight up judged if you didn't, I don't know, believe in God or if you didn't have the same beliefs at the same time. Mm -hmm. Nobody actually asked me like what I believe in when I went there. Uh So... In that sense, like I felt already welcomed straight up. So I can kind of understand how that builds this community around there. And I think the sense of community is the main aspect of that church. Mm -hmm. At least for me, it felt like that. It wasn't even about uh, God or like believing in in straight up and reading Uh the Bible all the time, but more like building a community of people who want to help each other out. And I don't know if the same kind of concept, I guess in the back of the head, the the religious aspect of in Eston- in Estonian churches is the same as well. We want to build a community, mm-hmm. but I think um, the way how it's presented or how it how I remember it is n- has never been this welcoming or this warm. Mm-hmm. So and obviously there's going to be people who are going to speak a completely different language because sure. you know a lot of stuff has changed over the last twenty years mm-hmm. <laughs> since mm-hmm. I was there, but. I guess in an uh, Estonian person's mind, church is usually for kids. is usually a place where you go to on uh, Christmas.
1: huh, yeah, yeah. You know, or
2: Easter uh, ceremony. That's kind of like uh, most uh, you get out of it. And then if you do have like some sort of a contact with the church after that, or if your family's religious, mm-hmm. you might have some more ideas what's going on in there. Yeah. But in general, I don't know. What what is your experience mm-hmm. with church? so
0: for me, like I grew up in a totally non-religious family. Like there was, ne- we never like even talked about religion. I'm not baptized. i have never like, I've never been surrounded by it. So it was something that I didn't know to miss or didn't know much about. Mm-hmm. And uh, going to the church was exactly like guys I said, like uh, during uh, Christmas time, we went there with our school. We always had yeah. this one concert in uh, Janikirik. And that was uh-huh. like the time to go to church, it was super cold, so you had to take your hats (laughs) and scarves and everything. (laughs) You just remember
2: cold. The cold being cold. Okay, this is a ceremony.
0: And another thing, uh, we had a concert, but in a church you're not allowed to clap, so everybody
2: had to remember that. And uh, yeah. Be very polite, that was one thing, and very quiet, and stand up when you're said to stand up. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's sto- weird stuff.
0: Uh-huh. So uh-huh. The
1: rules. The-
0: <laughs> yeah, things in Estonia. But I've been a bit curious, like I'm quite open-minded to it. So when I lived a year in Belgium, my uh, host parents went to church uh, on Sundays, and I think one or two times I went with them to see what it's about. And when I traveled to Israel, then one of my hosts who I was staying with, she was... Um, um there were some like subcategory some, some something somethings and she took me to her church and then i was like totally surprised like we went in and there was a special section for chinese tourists they got, <laughs> what they all got like headphones and with translation i got translation then there was a full concert there was like stand up and let's bless the people who are going to travel abroad and like there was like dancing singing everything oh, wow. and i was like what is this world like whoa. <laughs> i was uh, and I became a bit more curious about it, but, but I've never felt like um big connection to it because I've never like grown up with like uh, religion in my life. So mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm open to like uh, hearing what other people are like, what are they up to in churches? Because now I've seen yeah. some
2: like unexpected, they're like, what? <laughs> no, like, I've always been curious about, you know, in the movies as well, you see um, like in, in the US uh, when... Um, People go to church. They have this gospel choir, and everybody's so happy and joyful.
1: And you're Dancing. like, oh my god,
0: where is yeah. that
2: like kind of a oh, church here? I went in to see one well. of
0: those in New York as well, in Bronx. Like, it we, seems sp- like especially so cool. we went there to see the. I think usually part. the
1: Baptist, the Baptist church. Uh, I
2: don't actually church. know what, religious yeah. that, what religion <laughs> yeah. that is. Same. Yeah, no, <laughs> me neither. Me neither. I like like the whole concept around it, but it is nice. I think. As an Estonian, for me, religion seems always this dark doom and gloom. It's like, if you don't do everything according to the rules, you are going to hell. And if you do, and you're a good person, uh-huh. it's extremely hard, apparently, according to the rules, to be a very good person. And uh, then, you know, something bad <laughs> happens to you. So that's, that's my experience of religion. And then when somebody tells you, or when you see these kind of stories where people are, like, talking about religion... Uh-huh. Like I have one friend from uh, Nigeria, he, he tells me this co- totally different concept about like God or religion and everything.
1: It's like, yeah,
2: wow. Like it has so many different faces Yeah, that you can't just put everything under the same pot like or into the same pot. Religion is like this. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their different ideas in their head. So mm-hmm. I'm extremely happy that in Tallinn, at least we have a place where people can go where it's not you know this doom and gloom
1: yeah 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 and
2: estonian uh, congregation members
1: as well you know? yes yes as you said like it uh, focus church is very we don't say that it is international church, is estonian church but it happens that we have a lot of internationals it's very young church so we have like a lot of students so people from everywhere we have like a lot of estonians as well and even like the uh the message is shared in english but even if you're not comfortable in English, we also have a translator <laughs> on the service to translate for you. Because if you just want to go and you still want to hear the message and you also want to stay and have like some, I don't know, meet new people and just to talk or just to be or just to listen. And it's just I think it's a very open environment and mm-hmm. everybody's welcome. Yeah. So That's I exactly think. Exactly
2: how I felt when I went there. Yeah. But it was an accident on yes. it. It was an accident. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of an accident, but I'm happy that accident happened. And when I say accident, it's just I didn't expect it. Yeah, yet. sure. But I was very curious about it. So, I, I yeah, I, I like it. I like that part of the story. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I, I, just, I just like it. A few very happy in there. Uh, the, the only downside for me, as I say, is just like the minority. A few people that just have like this stereotype. Like if you believe in something... You're just this dumb person that yeah. doesn't think and just do whatever is told you. So it's completely the opposite of it.
2: When you think about it as well, this is this is kind of a stereotype in a way, but it's also a sign of people who are very have like very strong convictions themselves. Uh, because I don't know, when I think about it it's like it's okay to believe or not to believe. Just be open to both possibilities being true. Mm-hmm. Because there is no nobody out there that can say that this is the truth there's no book of life so if some people want to believe in god why not if some people want to believe in the universe or the jello knights let them yeah yeah (laughs) live and let live you know yeah yeah, (laughs) sure 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 so i think in that sense yeah so it's a sad story when it happens because people don't it kind of shows that they don't accept Mm -hmm. what is different from them
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um but at the same time you know if you're on the other side it gives you more compassion over. yeah
1: yeah definitely definitely Expansion. like no judgment so
2: it's, but it's a cool place religion <laughs> <laughs> not so many other yeah.
1: <laughs> it, definitely this is was uh, different from brazil so the the question mark when we say about like the gatherings or the oh. church it was something that i didn't see it coming but yeah i think like the summary of this section is uh that people are open they're curious to know more about it and yeah it is cool. <laughs> to, so make cool. a junction between the, the cultures. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. So what did you study in uh, San Paulo? You said something about marketing
1: MBA. and business? Right. Uh, yeah, I, I have a bachelor in business administration and then uh, MBA focused in marketing.
2: And what do you do now? Are you uh, staying home because of your kid? Because you yeah, I'm still maternity
1: and... leave. Oh, yeah. thank you, Estonia. I love you deeply. <laughs> <laughs>
2: see another
1: good reason that's exactly what sandra said yeah. oh yeah yeah exactly man it, this is wild like one year and a half is just mind-blowing it's just yeah again thank you estonia it's amazing uh in brazil if you're lucky you get like six months mm-hmm. uh the the maternity leave itself is four months then usually people just add uh, like another 30 days of vacation And depending on your your company, they already give you six months Mm -hmm. and then you can maybe add your vacation Mm -hmm. time. So you can stretch it for seven months if you're very, very lucky.
0: Mm. But is it common then then the little children, toddlers go straight to the kindergarten or what happens? Do you have like uh, nannies helping you out? Or what happens with the (laughs) In the
1: bigger companies, usually like in the multinational companies, they have uh, in-company kindergarten. Yeah. So the moms can still uh, breastfeed; mm-hmm. they can still meet because they're so tiny, yeah, like mean. with six, yeah. seven months. So the bigger companies they do this, uh, but usually you have like public kindergartens for six months and no and mm-hmm. on. Uh, or if you have more main street, you can hire a babysitter, which is very expensive. Uh-huh. But you can do this as well. But it's it's a completely different uh, reality. Mm -hmm. being able to stay at home and to choose if you want to go back to work sooner if you want you can but you still have the possibility to stay one year and a half or even three Mm -hmm. years at home with your kid is just yeah it is amazing
0: i remember like uh, last year i was uh spent like a month in Germany, helping out one family with their uh, small children. And then the family was Estonian. And then she said that something about Germany that she hadn't noticed before was like, if you want to go out with your children, with, uh, who are like one or two years old, there's no cafes with like playing grounds inside, but in Tallinn you, and in <laughs> Estonia, there's so many coffee places where you can you just have like a place where your children can have toys and stuff and then you play. How is that the thing in Brazil as well?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, we have like a lot of play areas mm-hmm. but yeah. definitely in Estonia it's um it's much more like everywhere mm-hmm. you can find this places with yeah, kids yeah. area. In Brazil it's not so much. I think also because of quantity of people is mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I cannot complain anything about this.
2: <laughs> Do you miss people? In general, because you come from a country where there's a lot of people around you and then you come to Estonia where you're pretty much isolated like every uh, lovely uh, 5 meter distance from every Estonian around here no <laughs> how does that feel
1: for you uh at first at first i think was uh, i think was still like in adaptation time mm. it felt weird but now i'm just happy <laughs> <laughs> i, Glad I think so yeah 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 i'm happy but at first yeah it, it because it was just so different <laughs> it was like from one extreme to the other mm it was not like middle ground It was just like whoosh. Uh, so at first, it definitely felt weird. But now it just feel very comfortable. I like it. I like it.
2: How do you see Estonians? Like if somebody asked you what is an average Estonian? What would you tell them? <laughs> somebody who's never been to Estonia? <laughs> um,
1: man, I, I gotta say like the, the reserved type Okay. <laughs> I think this is the, it is not, I don't know if it's like too much of a stereotype.
2: Oh, well, in a little ways, but reservedness means different things as well. So what do you see as being reserved?
1: Um, people, well, like the, the colder, like usually in Brazil, as we, we discussed before, probably I, I scarred a couple of Estonians <laughs> because as soon as I meet people, I shake their hands, I give like half of a hug and I still kiss. <laughs> And then people like what? <laughs> this
2: is already too much. Too much. <laughs> like
1: sexual harassment, <laughs> but it, it's just it, it's just normal. And here people just like wait, wait, uh, What what you're doing? Yeah,
0: everybody's confused. <laughs> yeah, people are
1: confused. So I think like the, um, practical examples, I think will be this. And sometimes you don't even shake hands. People just give like just yeah. wave yeah. from like First two meters know. apart. <laughs> oh, hello, but you don't touch and this was weird for me because I, I like we touch and even when i'm talking with people and i actually have a friend i think he was a german and he say tati you just have to be careful because you touch people a lot and especially for men can give like a wrong like people can have like the wrong idea and i say really because i i don't know like we are in a, in a bar on a couch and I really don't realize, sometimes I, I touch the other person, like, knee, just, oh, man, you saw that. But I, I it's not, like, with any kind of uh, second, like, I don't have a hidden agenda or something, but it was just very touchy. <laughs> I
2: just have a theory that the Stonians are, like, aching for closeness and physical touch in general, because it's not very common here, you know? Like you said, everybody's reserved. So if something happens, if somebody touches you, or if you get a kiss on a on a cheek you're gonna be like straight mad she must like me she must like me a lot and I'm well, special like, yeah, yeah, exactly they probably never had that happen before so you're like oh, oh. You, mean it like oh that. So you have to like you have to come with a warning sign
1: in mm. yeah yeah I still don't know how to do that have
2: they gotten used to you now
1: I guess so and especially now with like covid rising a little bit again. I'm still have to polish myself every time. Okay, just wait. Don't touch. Don't touch, Tati. Wait. Okay. Shake hands slowly. Oh, both thing. <laughs> they are bothy. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh man, I met uh, today some old colleagues, and like I, my first instinct was well, hug. Cause I'm a very huggy person as well, and I got this weird. <laughs> half hug because you know corona and like uh-huh. what is this world where we live in like it yeah that work for me it so. is so <laughs>
1: sad it makes me sad yeah oh, i
2: wish it passes soon so soon <laughs> i can get back to my huggy self
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but overall it's just different it's just different i think i'm super used to already besides the touchiness, okay. um but as soon as it like is uh, i think Because of the environment, like it's a more colder environment. So people just keep to themselves. Usually you have like a lot of layers. So you actually don't feel the other person's skin because you have like so many layers. So we don't need to touch it because I'm not going to feel anything. (laughs) So it makes sense, like the environment.
2: Do you see them change during summer?
1: Oh, yeah. You guys go crazy. (laughs)
2: What do do? you mean
1: with crazy? No, you're just like, we can see like in is joining faces that they are happy uh. and the, the sunbathing in the middle of the street this was i was still in shock like because i was just like walking by and we see these people just they stop in the middle of the street or somewhere like in the middle of uh, the, the the green areas near the sidewalk. And they're just there like looking at the sun, like standing <laughs> still and like, what are they doing? And they're just there, like just enjoying the sunlight.
2: Yeah, we're
1: reenacting the statue in Rio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I gotta say, on the first couple of years, I was... I. Thought that was very weird, mm-hmm. but with time, and I say, okay, I see what you're doing mm-hmm. because I also need my sunshine. Yeah. Like we spend so much time in the darkness mm-hmm. that once the sun, you just like, ah, oh, yes, <laughs> like, uh, we're my friend, <laughs> we're I missed you. Wait, I
0: mean batteries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my God, it's so it is so good, but in 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 even like the seasons, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, even even in São Paulo, I said that it's just hotter, hotter. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't have seasons. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, I'm lying. We have, like, I don't know, 10 degrees, 5 at 2 a.m. in the middle of wow. winter. Yeah. <laughs> but usually it's just, like, winter for us is 15, okay. 19 degrees. So
0: there's, like, never snow in there.
1: Uh, no, at least yeah. on my state, mm-hmm. Sao Paulo state as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we don't have snow. Like in, in the very south, uh, near uh, Paraguay, Argentina, you can have some snow, but mm-hmm. a tiny bit. It's real mm-hmm. snow, mm-hmm. but you can have some. But in Sao Paulo, usually we don't have it. It's mm-hmm. very hot. And another difference that I love, like you see the time passing by. Mm-hmm. And now that we are, I don't know if I can say the date or not, like we are yeah, recording exactly. this like the end of past September. And I just love this season mm-hmm. because all the colors, this is new for me. Well, was new, yeah. but I'm still enjoying it because these beautiful shades of browns, goldens, reds, yellows. It's just so perfect. And people start like to dress up. So everybody's fancier. So it's just beautiful. Like the fall for me. Okay, I'm not super happy because the darkness is arriving as well. <laughs> darkness is coming. Um, but the fall is just beautiful. It's just beautiful. I just love this and feeling that the time goes by and you see the difference in nature
0: uh-huh.
1: that is different.
0: Yeah, that's so funny. I started picturing like when I went to school. Probably one guy says, "Well, like when we, okay, when we went to school."
2: No, yeah, I went to school too. Thank you. That was not (laughs) me.
0: I know, that's okay. Okay, so uh, I started picturing like when we were in school. Then, then one thing how we were studying about different seasons was to like see different pictures, like on. Autumn, the leaves go go this color. Winter is this color. But how do you study it in Brazil? Then just sun, sun, more sweating. Yeah, sweating. <laughs> yeah
1: that's a good question. No, we just being lied in school because they show they show us this this gloves and scarves and hats like I don't use this. Do you and even have
2: words for winter and fall? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have, long, so. we have, but it doesn't make sense. I think we uh, in I don't know actually if it's the, the whole South America, but Brazil we really mimic the North American culture. Mm-hmm. I think because well, thank you Hollywood, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but our freaking Santa, he's wear boots <laughs> and the whole outfit. But boy is thirty five. Oh Take the boots out. <laughs> It, it, can we imagine Santa so. with flip-flops? Yeah. Man, but our Santa should wear <laughs> should wear yeah, yeah, definitely like some hat, like so um fashioned. like yeah, just like some shorts, flip-flops. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And I think it this is so sad. I don't know if the Brazilian community is going to hate me. But I think it's so sad. We buy fake snow to put in our pine trees. Our fake pine trees like why why people let's go to the beach again it's 35 so yeah it's just it's just crazy like the difference and when i got the opportunity to actually be here in estonia and have no fake snow and no fake snow and i love the the music from like i really want to have like a white christmas
2: Oh, you're the only one that loves the music you know I love it I love it because
1: now it has meaning for me Okay. Yeah. because before it's just like white Christmas and then I'm sorry for the third time it's 35 out there and, and, and the meaning is it, it changed yeah.
0: And Now when you' see Santa me. here you're like, "Oh my God, you must be freezing Take
1: some <laughs> man I'm re- I have to go to Lapland like we mm. it is just there fair. like it it is our neighbor. Not we fun. have to go there and I'm man I just enjoy i it's so it's so special. it is so special. I love it. <laughs> an old town, old town with snow okay. I could I could just live there
0: with the christmas market it, oh my god houses
1: <laughs> it, it is just like it is just like um a scenario from a movie that i've seen when i was a young kid or something it is just yeah so
2: minus 25
1: now for you no problem uh, 25 maybe too much it's a long stretch, okay. uh but i'll say like minus 10 i'm still comfortable
2: yeah, well, last year we had minus 10, I came, it is okay. and It was like the best winter I've had in a time. It is okay,
1: yeah, yeah. But I, I think, as you guys say, dressing in layers and having like a very good boot, very good coat, you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a
2: foreign tip for you if you come to Estonia.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. it's awesome. Yeah, so that's it. That's only you need.
2: Did you expect it to be this cold when you first arrived? Um, or did it catch you with a surprise?
1: No, I... Did a little bit of research before I moved here. And so I never felt like i traveled to Canada in spring. I went skiing in the mountains, but it was not that cold. So I have an idea before moving here, Mm -hmm. but it was not that cold. Actually, I thought I was going to die. But I didn't. Still yes, alive. Right. Still alive in Kiki. Somehow
2: 1.3 million people all living in Estonia are still alive I too. Still alive. Must be something that they do or eat yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good coat and boots.
0: Okay. Do you have any new hobbies
2: that you started doing here?
1: Hobbies? Mm. Do you even have hobbies?
2: Oh. Besides parenting your Man, that's that's a
1: very tiring hobby.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it's a very rewarding one as we also accomplished to to, um, stay before.
1: (laughs) 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 Mm. I've always liked singing. I used to sing in Brazil. I Mm -hmm. sing in choirs like my whole childhood and part of adult life as well. So I think I'll like to go back to singing. Mm -hmm. But as I said, Estonia helped me changed so much and mm-hmm. broke like some this past life mm-hmm. that I had in Brazil. That I am. I still feel that I'm changing so much, and so the choir can maybe wait a little bit in the future. Okay,
2: so that's after Estonian. Here's the tip, by <laughs> the way. Do you know uh, it's easier to learn Estonian if you start singing in Estonian first? Right. Have yes. you also yeah, seen any of our song festivals? Have you been part of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sing and uh, watch the movies. Oh. The singing revolution. Nice. So you have like such a rich music story, which is amazing. Yeah. But then again, it's just like keep, uh, yeah, I have to put my things together in a chronological way and going like oh, box like, by box, box and taking them out.
2: Well, I'm just thinking that, you know, if you wanted to learn Estonian, you should first find the choir here. And there's quite many that, you know, even if you sing in Estonian, maybe you don't understand the whole concept. Firsthand. It'll come. But they will help you to oh. understand it. And, you know, it's a good way to make Estonian friends. Yeah, that's true. Speaking Estonian more.
1: That's, that's true. That's how you learn that's new true. words.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> also something that Chris from episode four, I think, oh, yeah. said that he learned Estonian by going to a choir here and having
2: a lot of friends there. And Maybe then, we should bring the two of you together. Yeah. So. Yes, yes. He can give you a tip Tips. to go uh, to choir here. To Tips, finish. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But I'm still, man, I am do so many... I think the, the the thing that changes me most was this constant, um, uh, I don't know, evolution. It doesn't feel like the the right word, but like Improversy. you keep pushing yourself like always, you're never standing still.
2: But how is it that it's happening to you? It's not happening to everybody, you know, not all the time. Like some people are pretty fine sitting in their comfort zone, but how come it's you coming to Estonia have kind of like pushed or kickstarted that?
1: So for me, my transformation, my mental transformation, I was just, um, so as I said, I did like business administration, I was doing marketing, I've always worked in multinationals company, like big companies. So I already had like this, um, I have my life figure out. I'm going to keep working and then I'm going to keep working a little bit more, get promoted, <laughs> promoted, promoted, and then I'm going to be CMO of um, big company and that's it awesome no, no easy peasy <laughs> man there, there's no way you can go wrong and
0: what happened Estonia? <laughs> and then I moved to Estonia
1: mm-hmm. and and even before I moved here I was very worried about how I'm going to work what I'm going to do for a living in Estonia and Fabio took my resume he showed for some Brazilians here mm-hmm. and everybody say oh she has like such an amazing resume she yeah. has she's she has so many uh, experience Man, easy. She's going to find a, a cool job here, like no time. Uh, uh nope <laughs> because i i I was used to do uh, product development like for these big companies yeah. that pretty much distributes their product like worldwide. But in Estonia, because it's a smaller country, we don't have these companies here. We're pretty much reselling or we're doing like a minor localization from yep. this uh, physical product because I didn't used to work with digital products before. So we're doing like a labeling or in lo- localization, localizing the, the communication. So all the advertising stuff we're doing um, for the local language. And I didn't know what to do. Mm. And I say, what can I do? And I felt so lost and I was talking to Fabio, now my husband, and he said you can take your time and see whatever is going to come. Like mm-hmm. you have all the time. Like you you can do whatever you want.
2: Oh, isn't that a it's, daunting thing to say to a that, person? Yeah. Yes.
1: And then I just I was just like froze because like do whatever you want, mm. it is a lot.
0: Yeah. I know that feeling as well.
1: <laughs> oh my god, right. It's super scary exciting mm-hmm. and scary mm-hmm. so i say what i'm going to do and i've always i don't know i was um before i be- went to my bachelor in administration i was between being an actress mm-hmm. or business administration and i say i want to make some money so i'm going to do business and administration but i have like the actress in me mm-hmm. And and then I say, okay, maybe I should go back to do some acting yeah. or singing yeah. <laughs> or baking. Yeah. And like, but then you just keep adding stuff. I like could yeah. do this and this and this and that. Like, and then I was just like, what I'm going to do? So then, when I start besides Focus Church that gave me like a community from the get go, I started to go like to every meetup I could, uh-huh. every garage forty eight I could. Any meetups or creative mornings. We still didn't have like the Teleskivy creative Uh, hub at
2: that Mm -hmm. time.
1: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But I was just keep chasing everything that I could on Facebook to meet new people, Mm -hmm. to start networking, to have any idea what I could do. Mm -hmm. And this actually started okay. So I can start uh, working with digital marketing. I've never worked with digital marketing before. Mm -hmm. I have people on my teams. They were doing digital marketing. Mm. I was pretty much developing the whole brand strategy, but they're actually implementing. I didn't know how to implement. I have like some clues and idea, of course, but I never implemented. I never worked myself. So I started, I don't know, pretty much from scratch. And my, my struggle at the beginning, because everybody saw my resume and they say, you're overqualified. We cannot pay the salary that you're going to ask. But it, you didn't even ask. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't mind. I can just hire me as an intern. Yeah. I don't care. I just want to work. I want to learn things. Get
2: some experience.
1: Yeah. And then finally, after six months, I got uh, as assistant, marketing assistant in a small uh, content marketing agency. Mm-hmm. and And then it went from there.
2: Are
1: you still there or? Uh, No, no, no. I changed uh, a couple of times, different companies. And well, there's actually a funny story.
2: We love funny stories. stories. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So
1: (laughs) while I was working in this agency, I actually have to run away to Russia.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Run away
1: to Russia. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's not so funny story. <laughs> like where you working in Narva and you have to run over the border. Or in <laughs> but man, like, in, so, so in the first year, so I spent like six months unemployed and then I'll spend like another six months working in this company. But in this first year, mm-hmm. I pretty much didn't have a visa. Mm-hmm. So I work, I stay like three months tourist, six months I got a D visa okay, and then three months again as a tourist. And while I was in the agency, somehow they failed to give me my residence permit. So it was last day. We couldn't figure out like all the documentation. And they say, maybe you can go to Russia (laughs) (laughs) while we figure out the documentation and we can send your resident permit in St. Petersburg. I say, okay, okay, because then I didn't have to go back to Brazil. Mm -hmm. Russia is right there.
2: Well, yeah, but Russia is right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Finland is also right there. But
1: I need to leave the Schengen area. Ah,
2: okay, okay. Yeah,
1: sorry. I need to leave the Schengen area. I didn't have, like, any other spare time. Hmm. And Fabio actually was going to Brazil. Man. And we already have our pet kids here. So I have our cat and our dog. And I I remember...
2: (laughs) Did they
1: also go to, to Russia? No, <laughs> they but, uh, despair, but I <laughs> Kaisa, I have to go to the immigration office and I request them another week because I need to figure out the pets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think those very sweet lady, she was very compassionate with me. And she say, okay, I'll give you another week mm-hmm. because they say my husband is going to Brazil and my pets, I cannot take them to Russia. <laughs> what I'm going to do, but I need to run away. I don't have enough time to stay in Estonia. <laughs> and so the lady just gave me another week she was very graceful thank you sweet lady that i don't recall the name uh but fabio went to brazil we, we need to leave the cat and a dog with friends mm-hmm. and i had to stay in russia to figure out this whole documentation mess okay. and then i stay in russia for 45 days Alone and again, Niega <laughs> Varuparusk. How
2: did that work out?
1: For you? Mm. Oh my it's god! Like
2: Petersburg isn't the worst cities to be at, though. Yeah, Petersburg is very cultural. So much stuff to see.
1: I went to a lot of museums, but mm-hmm. after forty-five days living in a hostel in Airbnbs, mm. I just say okay, I, wanna I just gave up, and I went back to Brazil. And even to my even my trip going back to Brazil, I still have to figure out a flight. That uh, I didn't touch okay. Schengen area. Oh, wow. Because okay. even if, if I just put my feet in here, I still have to figure out a temporary visa uh-huh. because I didn't have like any second uh-huh. spare for me to put my feet in the Schengen area. So I have to go all the way to Dubai. And from <laughs> Dubai, I went back to Sao Paulo.
2: Uh-huh. So basically, I did a round trip.
1: And, the round <laughs> <sighs> and then I have to wait another three months oh. so I could go back... To I uh, could come back to Estonia.
0: So you're. So where were the pets for those four months? Did they still recognize? No, Fabio. You? Fabio
1: just uh, uh, to went to Brazil and went uh, back. Come back to Estonia. And then like the pets, everybody survived.
0: Okay. <laughs> They're still
1: alive.
2: <laughs> yeah, <we're adopted> <laughs> um, <yeah.
1: laughs> but man, it, that was a, yeah, that was a great story.
2: It sounds so scary. Like this whole visa business as well. You never imagined that it's so complicated to get into like European Union when you're in the European Union.
1: It's true, true. You're, it's really important to have your, your red passport
2: and your paperwork right. done and self and so yeah mm. yeah yeah
1: so yeah i was not a second illegal in estonia to make clear for the authorities mm-hmm. if they're listening
2: <laughs> <laughs> well even if they're not like just for other people as well yeah. to know. <laughs> we still have like valid people living in here okay so you <laughs> that's okay we understand that on okay.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. ma pravin, ma pravin.
2: Do you have any favorite Estonian words?
1: Oh, yes. There's...
2: Perfect. Ah, nice. yeah. Let us have it. Uskumattu.
1: Uskumattu. <laughs> okay.
0: Unbelievable.
1: I, I love it. Because like, it sounds so cool. It's a long word and you can really say uskumattu. Oh, yeah. You
0: can have like full conversations with that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a. <laughs>
1: I really like a the way stone and say a, a. 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 yeah a. usually make you sound like he, make you feel like the dumbest people because you you usually you don't say a no 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 that's wrong a you say something and the person just a a a, a, a. and you say okay I'm sorry I'm sorry for thinking Uh, So it's like
2: one, one two letter word can actually be a phrase. (laughs) Yeah. And an emotional and a mood all in one.
1: (laughs) But usually you guys put a lot of emotion in the nose. And they say that we are not
2: emotional. You see?
1: You see? All in the
2: nose. (laughs) we are a paradox. Estonians are a paradox. You see what what they say? Like
1: cold hands, warm heart, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true.
1: (laughs) Is that what you're trying to say? yeah and you guys just express this by a
0: <laughs> <laughs> any other words that you noticed um
1: like,
0: yeah or not
1: <laughs> oh yeah the 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 pronunciation is hard when you say vineri vineri, vin-eri. Mm-hmm. and it sounds okay. I know that it doesn't sound the same, but for a first person that is not native speaker, mm-hmm. it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's
2: like me trying to learn uh, the word arroz. Uh, the Spanish version and the Portuguese version. Arroz.
1: Arroz? <laughs> yeah. Arroz? And the Spanish version,
2: arroz. I was like, okay. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> or, uh, bom dia. It's like you learn a few phrases in uh, portu- Portuguese, but Brazilian Portuguese and Portuguese, they're different, right? Um,
1: Somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They're different. It, I, I remember squigglys were different. Because when I was working uh, still for Skype, we were in customer service. We had to like uh-huh. differentiate whether it's Brazilian Portuguese or Portuguese. Then there were certain squigglies and words that we yeah, yeah, able yeah, to yeah. Like, differentiate
1: on. Yeah, but like if we speak um, Portugal Portuguese and Brazilian Portuguese, we can understand each other. Yeah. Some people say that you can't, but I I don't see much There's difference. Similarities, I guess. But they have like the yeah the differentiation some part. But it's Pretty much the same.
2: I guess in 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 the long run, it's kind of like Estonian and Finnish. They have some similarities, but not.
1: These would be more uh, Portuguese and Spanish. Mm-hmm. So they have like the, the majority of the roots. They share a lot of uh, the same roots. The word roots. But like Portuguese, it's going to be like Portugal and Brazil more like dialect, oh, I guess. No.
0: Probably like uh, Dutch in Netherlands and Dutch in Belgium. Yeah. They, they write it the same way, but the pronunciation mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's more like... like, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> hard. So big, yeah, this like, <laughs> guttural <laughs> sounds in man is hard. Yeah. Belgium, it's softer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So this what is. about the food in Estonia? Is it really different from Brazilian?
1: Is wow. Easy,
0: but, uh, <laughs> Maybe how we'll would you start describe technical.
1: it? <laughs> if it's good or bad, bad is a bad word. <laughs> okay. To say it's different? Different,
0: It's, it's different. Play- 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 play-
1: play. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I think, not only Brazilian, but pretty much like the latent cultures, we have a lot of things that surround by food. And with food, everything, food, food, uh, food. Essential part. And I guess uh, Estonians and maybe like Scandinavian countries, you guys eat for survival. (laughs) That's very true. I
2: would say that
1: too. And I'll say the Latins and Brazilians, we eat for pleasure.
2: Okay. I would say Estonians drink for pleasure and <laughs> yeah. food for survival. I think I might Probably. put it that way.
1: <laughs> true, true. But man, yeah, yeah, we we have a lot of so yummy, good foods.
0: What is something typical Brazilian?
1: Mm, I think like the most uh, recognizable one would be feijoada
0: feijoada yeah it's
1: like a bean stew that you do with a lot of different pork parts mm-hmm. like from feet ears i don't eat this weird parts, <laughs> but you can add them as well for flavor uh and a lot of i don't know ribs uh, different sausages uh different cuts of like um, uh belly pork belly and you can just add and you just make like this Slow cooks too, and so
2: essentially Brazilians are huge carnivores.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, man! Like the steakhouses mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. churrasco. What's With that? Churrasco? It, this will be like the barbecue, Ooh. but it's not. Usually, when people say barbecue, I don't know. It's just depending on the the style, but like Have not
2: barbecue.
1: Yeah, a lot of <laughs> sashlik.
2: Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing like American
1: barbecue. <laughs> But even like, I don't know if you've seen like photos of the Brazilian steakhouses that you have like the meat Mm -hmm. dancing in the skewers (laughs) and they just like keep like putting the more meat in your way. So we, I think the Brazilian food is like a good food, very tasty, very seasoned Mm -hmm. um, and a lot quantity. Uh So if you go, even when my grandma was alive, and I say, okay, grandma, we have like a couple of friends coming for, I don't know, like a snack or something. Uh-huh. I say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to prepare something. And then she bake like three, three uh, cakes, like two pies oh and God. have a lot of snacks. And oh, no, I just made something simple. So usually there's like a lot of food and good food. Uh-huh. But I think we season a lot. And Estonian food is like more plain, uh-huh. like more, yeah, I'll say more, more plain. And you guys like the the quantities are what you need for survival. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: So that's a nice way of saying yeah. like you just put salt and pepper, and you know you don't have much on your that's, plate. Okay. No.
1: <laughs> but it is good. It but is do you good.
2: Still, do you still have some favorite Estonian foods? If that happens ever to you, that you are taking uh, Estonian food,
1: <laughs> I actually was really. Again, I didn't not I didn't see that coming. That was like the blood sausage. Because nice. the name sounds nasty, but I'm going to try, and it's delicious. Wow. Oh, no, Finally, we got somebody that I really like it. it. I really <laughs> like it. And then people say, oh, you should put some jam on it. And yeah, what? Yeah. No, no, that sounds wrong. jam. Mm. But then I try it, and then again, <laughs> jackpot. <laughs> so good. So good. I really like it. It's like cold cheese good. and uh, what they call like
2: a sweet onion um, jam. Yeah. Oh, seems like it shouldn't nah. go together at all and it's the best.
1: Delicious. Ever. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Blood sausage. Yes. So yeah, yeah, I really like blood <laughs> sausage. And oh, the other one on the other hand is um I'm sorry, but sult. sult. Do you like,
0: like it suds?
1: or not? No, it's just okay. wrong.
0: I don't like it as well, Michelli. so
2: that's fine. It is it is
1: so you see it it sounds wrong. <laughs>
2: meat jelly sounds
1: wrong right yeah mm. it, 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 and I don't know it is it looks funky are you sure that you tried it
2: with vinegar
1: I've, S- I've tried butter? with vinegar I've, I've mustard, tried with you know? mustard and you know? is mm-hmm. just wrong yeah, I, I, meat I, jelly I, no I, shuhasku yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I'm actually on board with that one I don't like meat jelly or sylt I've never understood it so good it seems really like you look at it and it's like Wobbly
2: meat Right
1: No (laughs) Wrong
2: (laughs) Oh well you win some you lose some what about Kohuka? It's a must have question.
1: Nice, nice, nice. If
2: you had to describe what Kohoka is to our listeners, how would you describe it?
1: Wow, that is a hard one. (laughs) I know. It's like cheese sweet, like cheesecake. But I guess that it's better. Yeah, I think it's like cheesecake ish. Mm-hmm. Better. Elevated.
0: Unpackaged and, and in a tiny.
1: Separate Perfect way. to go. Beautiful. Man, jackpot again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Kohoke. Mm. Kohoke. There is no oil also for kohoke, which no. is, like, makes it so unique. No. I think. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> but then I, I agreed. I remember that I listened to the Chris episode and I have to second him when he said uh, about all the dairy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't know. Was I think it was Chris. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Or, as well, or, I don't
1: know. but somebody, somebody said, said something about the dairy and I have to second that because it's just amazing all the dairy ale is just oof, nice yeah. but mm-hmm. how
0: did you when you first arrived I've heard that it's hard to understand what those dairy things are because they're never they're never right in English there it's only Estonian Latvian Lithuanian mm-hmm. how how did you understood or you just bought everything and tried it
1: <laughs> or uh Google tried Okay. yeah and then again what, what, it's easy <laughs> man, Kohoke no, but I remember that Fabio introduced Kohoke to me and said, you have to try this <laughs> Just he didn't say what it was but he said, sweet, you're going to love it and yeah, so that's all I need to know it's sweet, I love sweet and you're going to love it Yeah, and I love it <laughs> <laughs> nice. but yeah at, at first on the grocery store I just have to use uh, Google uh, Translate and try to navigate because there's a lot of different food where we are used to in brazil
2: yeah are you missing something that you is very common in brazil but you can hardly ever find it from mm-hmm. here
1: mm, i said at first i got some stuff that i was craving but nowadays uh, there, there's nothing i think there's only one thing that we call paçoca, paçoca. it is a peanut sweet uh-huh. It's like the center of uh, Reese's Cups. Oh, that, uh,
0: I think of Reese's Cups and I'm already like, hmm. Right? <laughs> yes.
1: But it doesn't have chocolate. And, and it's <laughs> just the center. There's like this peanut kind of. It, uh, peanut butter
0: thing. Yeah. You.
1: Yeah. So, but it's just like a crushed peanut that is a little bit salty and sweet. It doesn't have chocolate on the other side. But it's. Yeah, it's just so yummy. It's like and we can yeah,
2: but Brazilian version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is <laughs> like <laughs> and also has like this
1: funny word I don't know how to translate, but it's Pasoka. Pasoka. Pasoka.
2: Never heard. Hmm. Yeah, but it's good. It yeah. Good. I think this is the only thing
1: that sometimes ooh, I could have some Pasoka. <laughs> but then we cannot find it here.
2: Have you uh met a lot of Brazilians here in Estonia as well?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, are so
2: there, are there there are a lot of Brazilians. <laughs> there are a
1: lot. There are a lot.
0: Are they mainly in Tallinn or like in other cities as
1: well? No, I think we are pretty much scattered. Like the majority is in Tallinn. Mm-hmm. But people, I oh mean, I think we are so many of us. Like, <laughs> and we can find Brazilians everywhere. Mm-hmm. But when I arrived here, I think there's like around 50 Brazilians or so. Okay. And I heard that today it's more than 400.
2: Oh, okay. Are there some secret uh, groups of Brazilians in Estonia?
1: Not that I know of
2: i I like but there is the facebook group yeah there is where we found you oh
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so we have like the the community they do they meet up like a lot i see the the meetings Mm -hmm. but i don't actually go to those meetings i don't know like i have like hiding
2: away from brazilians
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know it's just i i don't think i i miss because i have like some close brazilian friends so then I don't feel that I need and also my husband is Brazilian. I yeah, think when you married with an international or Australian mm-hmm. or any other culture, I think we miss to be among your yeah. people. But as my husband is Brazilian as well, at home we speak Portuguese. Um, I actually don't miss and I have like close friends. They also have um, children. So usually meet for the, the kids can go play and then we can have like some time and catch up. So actually, I don't miss the community, but yeah, uh, the the Brazilians in here grow up a lot. And it seems that it's one of the target... Uh, countries where I think work in Estonia, if I'm not Anality mistaken. Now heard
2: about Is- us, they're coming. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. there
0: a, like a majority of special uh, specialists or like some IT guys, most of them? Or, yeah. Or something
1: Yeah. Like IT, 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 IT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the great majority, like they're designers, but everything that it goes with, uh, development and even digital marketing, mm-hmm. but I think it's more like IT development and, uh, design. Yeah, the majority. Mm
0: -hmm. If there are people who want to move to Estonia, what would be your recommendations or what do you want them to know about Estonia?
1: Mm, I'll say get ready for the darkness. It doesn't affect me, to be honest. But I'll say take vitamin D. It makes the difference for me in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to die because of the cold, but the darkness Uh never bothered me. But it seems that it, it takes a toll on a lot of people, mm-hmm. and because it's so long as well. Mm. Uh, but I'll say just hanging there, <laughs> just hanging there, because this is something actually. Estonia is like Hotel California. It's like a what? Hotel California, this song from Eagles. Right. Mm-hmm. You can go in <laughs> and you can never leave <laughs> because you guys have this spell. That people, it's so common that we speak with people. Yeah, I came to Estonia um, a few years ago just to stay like two years. And this has been 10 years ago, <laughs> 15 years ago, five years ago. And people just stay here. Okay. So at first, Estonia, it's not this uh, dreamland paradise that people say, yeah, oh my God, I'm going to move to Estonia. It's so cool. And yeah, it rocks. So it it lacks this excitement, but it is so good. It really grows on you. I remember it is neat. Yeah. Those (laughs) are the worst because it's sneak on you. And you're just like, man, I just love this place. It is just so good. And I remember that I was talking to a friend. She was from South Africa. She has been living here, I think like three years, three years already. Mm -hmm. And I met with her in in winter and she say like I just again I met her in church mm. and I say let's go out for a coffee and she has been three months in here she was miserable mm. miserable and she say how do you like here <laughs> like how do you live here mm. and I say just just hang in there I swear <laughs> hanging there it grows on you and she has been here like three years super happy <laughs> and she loves it so you guys, yeah, you're sneaky. It
0: takes time, but then we but it, <just> yeah. grow on you. But it grows. Estonia
1: yeah. grows on you. So I think uh, the thing is just hang. Because I think the worst part for me is the the first quarter. So the first three months, I think is the toughest period in Estonia. Is usually every year, this time of year, that I say I'm done. <laughs> I'm going away, I don't want to hear about Estonia anymore, but then comes spring, and then summer, and then fall, and the beginning of winter and Christmas, and then you fall in love again, uh-huh. and you are mad in Estonia in January, February, and March. Anyone to kill everybody, and just to run away from the cold? I agree.
2: If I wouldn't have my birthday in February, I would probably never want to be. <laughs> it kind of helps to have that in, you know, yeah. in between after Christmas. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like, oh, okay, excitement <laughs> in February, and then it's like, okay, I can last for another March. Yeah, and then it's
0: like April, spring. I like I like the beginning of the year, like January, February, more because with each day it's getting lighter and lighter. But the end of the year is more like. uh, Harder for me when you see it's oh, getting wow, darker okay.
2: and darker. Uh-huh. Somehow, usually, when September starts, I have all these dreams, you know, it's the kind of going back to school thing. And then uh, it's it's there's two times in a year, first of January or first of September, because in Estonia, all kids go to school on first yeah. of September, right? So, like... I have like this thing from early childhood that 1st of September, everything is brand new, new exciting things, et cetera. So 1st of September usually is the exciting time. And then all of a sudden, four months is passed, there's Christmas, New Year comes and another cycle starts. But those four months, like in the end of the year, they just kind of like, poof, they're gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they go, but maybe it's just, you know, you're kind of like so prepared to start something new. And that you forget about the darkness and everything else around it. If you go to school, then you're anyway busy. Yeah, but yeah. If if you don't go to school, then I don't know. It still seems to like go by so so quickly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But this um, darkness thing—is there any uh, cure against it as well?
0: Special uh, lights or something?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> actually, I never used it. The- sun lamp yeah, thingy lamp or something, yeah. but I, I just hang like the christmas lights everywhere in my apartment <laughs> and i just let them hang into like february because i like mm-hmm. and it's just like gives like the extra well light that you need
2: yeah, i have mine still up from last christmas and now yeah just leave it
1: I it's already, coming. I it's love early. it. I love
2: the little gloom, you know, flow mm-hmm. that it comes from there because it makes me feel the same way. Like mm. I like when it's uh, not so dark outside. But it's. I guess this darkness part is also part of being an Estonian because we have a lot of in- introspection time. Mm-hmm. Have, do you feel like you've been also touched by this introspection time? I
1: would like to because I cannot be quiet. <laughs> oh yeah, the one. But I envy. Fireball. I envy. <laughs> Uh, in a good way, because you guys handle the silence so well (laughs) and I can't, I still, it's settled in. This actually is taking more time for me to get used to it, but it's settling in. I'm start to like little by little, get more used to it. But at the beginning, I just have like to. (laughs) okay one second without people saying anything say something say something about (laughs) the weather tell a joke or anything (laughs)
0: but is it something that they teach you at schools in brazil or your
2: parents are like grow you up i think it's the society where does
0: it
1: come from i don't know it's just that people
2: are in there no
1: yeah yeah we're talking all the time do you still
2: communicate with your family as well daily or
1: uh yeah but I never, I think because I grew up like a far from my mom, mm-hmm. I didn't have like this, uh, oh, I need to talk to my mom every day. And usually like Latin and Brazilians, they talk to their mothers every day or family. Yeah. And I don't know, I used to call my mom every two weeks every well, that's month from my book so yeah um, <laughs> you're good. but like for brazilians i'm such a weirdo because i don't talk to my mom every day yeah they
2: think
1: that you're angry at her right yes 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 what's wrong with you she's your mother <laughs> But now that I have Mia, that is my little one. I call my mom more. Well, actually, I just call my mom and then I put Mia and mommy. I'm going to be working here. You talk to Mia. Bye. Yeah, granny time. Yeah, yeah. Mom, I need a babysitter. Just entertain her. I need to take a shower. <laughs> this
2: is the best way. Is there anything weird about Estonians that makes you wonder? Weird or any traditions that you did not expect us to have. Maybe Yanniba, has that been a bit of a conundrum for, for you? The, sun,
0: the Santa thing probably is weird that we, our Santa is so dressed up and matches the weather. Yeah, no, that's
1: beautiful. I like that. But Yanniba, we also have like, oh. um, well, St. John's Day, yeah. like in June. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's like, we also um, jump over the, the bonfire. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah i did not
0: know that yeah. <laughs> but yeah. is it isn't related to the same thing like in estonia it means like yanibab uh saint, saint john's day is the day when it never goes dark it's the longest daylight
2: yeah. the solstice yeah summer solstice thing yeah but
1: then it's winter down there so it's the winter
2: solstice oh, yeah for you for you it is yeah. winter solstice for us it's summer solstice yeah oh yeah that is
1: different though so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like i think also is because of our religion like uh when christianity wave mm-hmm. took the word between quotes mm-hmm. they pretty much took the the pagan dates mm-hmm. to put their yeah. christian marks because it's it was easier mm-hmm. for them it's easier for you to just put something on top yeah, of it to make exactly. people change their behavior. Uh-huh. So in Brazil, and then again, because of this a religious country, we have like Saint June's day. So, but actually like we have like the, the, the little sand, like, uh, I don't know if they, people have, but they have like the people praying and, um, walking in the streets on the Northeast, Northeast part. They do a lot of this, um, Walking and praying things with torches, mm-hmm. and it's actually it's, it's pretty to see. Uh, but also have like a lot of food, <laughs> a lot of food, a lot of hot wine and other like yummy hot beverages, a lot of things made with corn, with peanut. Uh, but like weird things that Estonian do, uh, for so me made- crazy stuff is like um, going to the sea. Ah. any time of the year because oh, for me the here. water is always cold <laughs>
2: that's totally me <laughs> no we <laughs> love it like i in ireland it was cold ocean like 14 degrees here you can actually get into the sea it's 18 20 25 degrees
1: it's, oh, it's warm so, it is so cold it is so cold
2: <laughs> have you met uh or marty uh, you know these dudes running around no. Have you heard of more, those? Holidays. <laughs>
0: it's, maybe it's more popular like uh, with children so grown-ups don't really You would celebrate yeah uh, and she will I will learn it. yeah. and Marty, It's but... like
2: our version of Halloween yeah, because Halloween is like uh, <sighs> but there are two different days yeah. and then one is like uh, more uh, for women. Uh-huh. the other one is yeah. more for Men like
0: but this? the difference is like Men, I don't know. for Halloween, like it's not really that common here, like only a few years it's became here, but like yeah. in Halloween, like in people in America, like they dress up with like crazy costumes, yeah. like superheroes, uh-huh. yeah. but yeah. with Kadri Päev and Mardi pav you you're supposed to dress up as a really dirty old yeah, like looking person. <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: like Why? Singing songs, you bring like uh, peace. Um, yeah you throw around some wheat and peas and stuff (laughs) in other people's homes first you barge in you start singing they have to let you in then you throw around some wheat and you know peas and stuff like that in one corner another corner so that they would have a fortune in terms of like props you know like uh very good
1: how i never heard about about this. this Because it's in the city, it's,
2: it's maybe not so okay. common. Uh, other than you know, sometimes as a foreigner, you might get some unexpected uh, people <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> behind your door singing, and you know, kids showing up. <laughs> <laughs> You might get a bit of a shock. So, so yeah, yeah. So that's the thing we do. Yeah. So it was in in the old days. It was to supposed to like just bring you, like, uh, luck for crops or, like, the uh-huh. growth of crops.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, okay, that oh, makes sense. And then, sense.
2: you know, they they made you do certain, like, exercises or stuff, you know, they gave you, like, assignments, and uh-huh. if you failed, then something happened uh-huh. to you, and...
0: They're both coming up in November, so <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Mar- Martipav Mar- and Kadripav, yes.
1: right. Yeah, so, that Mar- I need to so- Google, and then I get to go <laughs> Mia in rags or something throwing with... And
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, we should just organize, you know, a welcoming party for you just to go through the whole experience. Please!
0: You- it's actually coming up because it's happening in November. Oh, so, uh, true. Yeah. And usually,
2: you know, the good part is that Mia is uh, pretty small, so uh, she will grow. And usually they do that, you know, kind of go through the whole thing in kindergarten and school. So you're bound to hear at least once oh. in your life what cool. this is about if you stick around.
1: <laughs> cool. I cannot wait because it sounds... Very different.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) Halloween here is like, you know, there's actual cultural clashes. Like sometimes you might see in apartment buildings, people saying like, no Halloween. (laughs) Uh Yes, go Estonians.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like,
2: you know, Halloween is just this loan from American movies for us as well. Mm -hmm. But kids these days. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have something to look forward to even like the next month.
1: (laughs) Yes, 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 definitely. Google it right now.
2: Well, here's, uh, here's to learning about Estonian weirdness.
1: Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> something
2: to look forward to. Yeah. You can Google it, I'm sure you will find a lot yeah. of cool stories about that.
0: Is there anything else you would like to try in Estonia or uh, or do? Or, or you would like to say something? <laughs> mm.
2: Final words. Final now. words.
1: Final words. No. But I don't know, like, what else? Because Estonia surprised me so many different times like uh professionally personally uh like my my baby was born in here she's still brazilian but she was born in here mm-hmm. so she's going to grow into the estonian culture yeah
2: um is that uh, something that you want her to grow do you want her to grow up thinking that she's estonian or she's brazilian or she's half of it Okay. yeah so it's a merge of uh, two worlds
1: yeah yeah because I still want for her to understand to speak Portuguese to understand where she what her background like mm-hmm. what our family is about what our culture is about but she was she's born in here So even that her passport says that she's Brazilian, she's Estonian she's going to go to the Estonian school she's going to speak the language she's going to have like Estonian values yeah and so she's yeah my um, little Estonian.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i gonna teach you some estonian uh, values as well yeah to prepared <laughs> do you plan to go back to brazil or you want
0: her to grow up there as well or
1: um no we don't see ourselves too? going back to brazil mm-hmm. so i think uh we we don't see like any final date for us to move from estonia i think from the moment we're going to stay here we'll really like it with everything right I'm not scared or afraid of like, again, of the darkness of the code. Estonia gave so much uh, for us in terms of security, quality of living, a beautiful city to live in, a beautiful country, beautiful nature. Okay, food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's so
1: many other positive things about Estonia. And even like the, the cold culture is just different. And we love it, even though it's different from our culture. We love it. So I don't have anything else to ask from Estonia. Estonia gave like so much already to us. And I'm just very thankful and grateful to be here.
0: This sounds really good place to
2: end. (laughs) (laughs) The perfect cherry
1: on top. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Estonia, for everything.
2: Oh, Estonia is going to keep on carrying you along. Don't Mm. you worry about that. uh, Thank you again. (laughs) And I'm so happy as well that we got to invite somebody uh, that has a Brazilian background to come into our uh, lovely podcast to uh, tell other people as well that you can survive as a Brazilian in Estonia. Don't worry, their food can be made yourself, you know.
0: True story. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for coming. And for all the listeners, you can find all of our episodes in um, all the, in pod- the. internet. In Spotify <laughs> and the internet. Go check out our website, which is foundinestonia.ee. Go find us on Facebook. Go find us on Instagram. Write to us what you liked, what you didn't like.
2: Yeah, send us lots of fan mail. We love seeing how you guys rave about us.
0: Yeah. And if you know somebody we should talk to, then let us know, or if you want to be on the show as well.
2: Yeah, then you should write to us from www.foundinestonia.ee. we got a good form in there. Or you can just, you know, reach out to us and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be in your show. We'll let you know. That's how we found Tati, by the way. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you ever go to um, Focus Church or when you meet Tati, then you can always say hi to her as well. Yeah. She was different. Yes, <laughs> always, always. Teach her some Estonian words. Uh,
1: please, Palun.
2: Well, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Bye.